from Bryce Kuhn alongside Megan Gregg. Thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Megan is the starting shortstop. She's a senior at the University of Tennessee and just got done with the game playing at Auburn in a really tough game. It was a tough crowd, but Tennessee was able to come out on top. It was a, definitely a hard-fought victory, so I know that you are definitely ready to get back at it, but playing on the road like that and playing conference play is, is definitely tough. Yeah, for sure. Um, the environment was different, and we didn't have a lot of fans on our side, but definitely the fans we did have were loud and um, helped us with that environment. So we'll just go ahead and get started off here. You uh, went to high school in Woodbury, Georgia at Flint River, a small private school, not exactly a the capital of the softball world. Uh, so you ha were able to play travel ball to get noticed. What was that like, uh, having to play travel ball and playing in tournaments, not only regionally, but just playing around the nation to get noticed for potential uh, college opportunities? I think when I was going through middle school and high school, um, softball was still kind of growing in the southeast. Um, had to kind of travel everywhere, you know, east coast, west coast, different weekends, um, different places all the time. It was a little bit tough doing that. Um, our high school softball team was really good, but um, definitely the competition was in travel ball, so we had to definitely um, go pretty far. We talked a lot on the last episode, we were talking with some softball coaches that used to play, and they're talking about the, just the level of competition has grown ever since you know you were coming up, and it's just grown as a sport altogether. And you've seen the competition at the high school level has gotten better, but also travel ball, and that can be the same for baseball as well. Um, what was one of the toughest things getting noticed? Uh, you had to play trap ball, and there's all the pressure to perform in these tournaments where there are uh, coaches watching you. Talk about some of the challenges of playing travel ball. Yeah, so when you're getting recruited in travel ball, it's definitely hard to be seen. Um, one of the things I did was I followed a really good pitcher. There's always going to be people recruiting pitchers, so if you play behind a good pitcher, then you're going to get noticed, and that was just my plan of attack the whole time I was playing. <laughs> So you're trying to choose between schools. You had scholarship offers from many different schools that you were able to get noticed by tra playing travel ball. What was something that Tennessee offered differently that you were like, that's really where I want to go spend the next four years and play? I really loved the duo of a husband and wife coach. They created a really good environment. Um, they really thought that faith, family, and education was most important out of everything, even though softball was what our main deal was. But they just created a really good environment. Um, I was going away from home, kind of a homebody, but they made me feel like I was still at home. And this is just a question about college softball in general. Uh, it's seen a rise. And obviously the competition within your conference in the SEC, there's a lot of good teams, and you're able to face teams. You play in a non-conference opponent and then having to go on the road and face tough teams like we like you had to do tonight or last week or the week before. And it seems like every week you're playing, it seems like a top 25-ranked team. What does that say to you as softball has grown as a whole and continues to grow that more people are taking notice? And one of the biggest things I was able to take away is the game tonight. I mean, Tons of fans there. They announced the crowd was like 2,500 people. They were loud. The Auburn fans were definitely on their side. <laughs> Tennessee traveled well as well. What does that mean to you just seeing it grow and progress as you continue your career? Well, I definitely think that softball has grown um, tremendously throughout my four years in at Tennessee. I think that a lot of that is due to media, social media. Um, softball games are getting televised left and right these days. Uh, ESPN, ESPN2, SEC Network picking up games, you know, every weekend multiple times. And I think that just gives us more publicity. It's a fast game, fast pace, and everyone loves games that, you know, last two, two and a half hours and are done with. And I think it's just really good competition in the SEC that everyone can watch. We were talking last week, and they were talking about, you know, baseball games seem to drag longer and longer. And the fast pace of softball, people love that. And I think that people are becoming bigger fans of the sport. And definitely, like tonight's game, very entertaining, close games, and a lot of good players on both sides. Uh, so your career at University of Tennessee, you get there as a freshman, and, you know, you get a couple awards, all-freshman team SEC, sophomore year, kind of progressing towards that. Obviously, last year was a big year for your team, but as well as for you. What can you say to your development as a player and how your coaches helped you 
and starting as All SEC player and then SEC Player of the Year and and National Player of the Year recognition. So softball is definitely um, mainly about your physical ability, but when you get to this stage. What sets you apart from other people is definitely your mental game, and I think my coaches did a really good job of developing my mental game. From my freshman year up to now, there's definitely been a change in my mental game, mainly confidence in myself, and I think that's one of the biggest things about softball. So you head into your senior season. Uh, the team is doing really well. Obviously, the competition, competition around the conference is even better. I mean, coming off a week last, last week, Georgia, they've had a huge turnaround in their mm -hmm. program. Yeah. Uh, teams like Alabama, year in and year out, just teams that are really good. As you see that rise, what is your goal, as you were talking about before the show, as you're nearing the end of the regular season, gearing up for what's going to be an exciting conference tournament in Missouri? What is your, your personal goal and what is the team's goal and outlook for the rest of the season? So our main goal is to win conference, and from there we'll you know, go on to another goal. But right now we want to win conference. We have a really good chance, and as long as we keep playing like we are, you know, um, picking each other up like we did tonight, and keep improving every single weekend, we have a really good chance at that. Yeah, taking it one step at a time is definitely key in a sport like this. You don't want to overlook any game, even those games in the middle of the week. Those are big games that can help get people reps that maybe not are playing on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What is one of the biggest things personally for you that you want to work on as you're constantly looking to get better and people who say, well, you know, this sort of person in the sixth spot should probably get better. And, you know, Megan's at that point, but personally you probably feel like I need to hone these different aspects of my game. What is something personally for you you feel like you need to work on to be able to help your team take that next step? Yeah, so I've actually not been hitting really well. Um, I haven't had really good pitch flex and I'm not being really um, – you know, attacking the ball like I should. So right now it's just about getting up there, attacking my pitch when I see it instead of letting it go by. Definitely a lot of things you continue to work on as the season you were talking about. You've already had your off week, so it's just, you know, pedal to the metal the rest <laughs> of the way. You're going to be going in a game a week and then three games on the weekend and traveling. Uh, what is the toll that can take on a student athlete? I think that's a big conversation in the NCAA nowadays. Is But what does it mean to you to – it's a sense of pride to be a student athlete to have all those – responsibilities but then still be able to do well in school which you do and then trying to continue to further your education. Yeah so just like I said our coaches put education before softball and I think that's a really big deal they care about our careers they want us to develop into um, really bright young women and I think we do a really good job of staying on top of our studies we have study hall even if we're on the road we'll have you know an hour here hour there in the hotel on the bus wherever because grades are more important than softball and I'm just glad that I'm somewhere where I can pursue what I want to do and still play the game I love. And as your playing career comes to a close and, and you, rec you recognize that, uh, what is the ultimate goal for you um, post-playing career? I know you're thinking about going to graduate school and you can just talk a little bit about that, your, your plans for post-playing career. Yeah, so um, my career was um, based on my grandfather, which is my role model. He was um, he, he was a student athlete at Georgia, and then he became a pharmacist, and that's kind of just what I've wanted to do growing up, and I just got accepted into pharmacy school at UGA, so I'm going to be heading on to there in the fall after this season. And what is, as you look back on your time, what is one of the most exciting things that you were able to celebrate with your teammates in your four years here? As of right now, my most favorite memory about playing um, in the Lady Vol softball uniform is my freshman year when we made it to the World Series, beat Florida State in the final innings um, to clinch that super regional victory. Um, obviously, we're going to make more memories this year, and it's going to be better than that. But as of right now, that's one of my most prized memories. All right, and the last question for you is a little bit easier. In your bio, it talks about how you had a hitting coach that showed you and gave you clips of Andrew Jones hitting, and you tried to model your swing after that. Uh, 
how has that helped you? And it seems like everyone has that favorite player growing up, and you were able to see him play and obviously had a great swing. Um, what did that mean to you to have a coach pour into you and, and coaches along the way just pour into you and really care about your development, like you talked about, not only as a player but as a person and, uh, and caring about your well-being? What does that mean to you, and how would you like to reciprocate that if you do decide to become a coach one day? Right. Uh, I was really lucky because my neighbor is my um, hitting coach, Rhett Lister. He's a he's an amazing man, um, and he's super smart with softball. His IQ for softball is off the charts. Um, I'm really really happy with what he taught me, and you know, showing me videos and pictures of Andrew Jones just gave me a visual of what I need to do. I'm a very visual learner, and he picked that up about me. So he just found ways to help me succeed. And the things that he's taught me, it's um, you know more about more than just about softball. It's about life and values and stuff like that. And I would love to pass that on. Um, you know, giving lessons after softball's over, maybe coaching my kid when when I do decide to have kids. Well, thank you for coming on the show and spending some time with us, and good luck the rest of the way. Oh, thank you so much. This has been Bryce Coomer with the Crowder Booth alongside Megan Gregg. We want to make sure that you tune in every single time we have an episode. In order to do that, you need to like and subscribe on all social media aspects, and uh, stay tuned for our next show. Thank you.